Welcome back to episode 67, part 2. If you haven't listened to the first part, go back and check it out. Some pop culture things that were relevant the last time Dallas won a Super Bowl, which was 1990 or the or 1995. The top songs, Gangsta Paradise, Wow, Waterfalls, but wow. Waterfalls and Creep by TLC, wow. Kiss from a Rose by Seal, and On Bended Knee. There's Boys to Men, right? Boys to Men. Wow. Oh yeah, video games, Virtua Fighter Two, Street Fighter Zero, Mortal Kombat Three. Mortal Kombat Three was my jaw. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. New movies that year, Major Pain, Major Pain, Bad was my Boys, job. and Friday. Wow. The original Friday. Shout out Cat Williams. Uh, <laughs> Ice Cube confirmed everything that man said. That was oh yeah, absolutely. He did. that was great. I'm he, like, he, he indirectly said that man is telling the truth. It, Cube has no reason. Shout, shout out to Shannon Sharp Club Shake Show. He's doing his thing. I'm happy about that. But anyway, he's got. That was, he's got it, was, it was an exciting wild card weekend. It was a like, but now we move on to the real football. Ball, we move on to the division around so we got four completely stellar very very interesting matchups we got the um we got the texans at baltimore facing the number one overall seed and probably unlike potential mvp candidate lamar jackson you got the main event of mahomes versus allen part three you got uh the niners hosting the red hot young green bay packers and you got detroit hosting the big, uh, the quote, and the quote, Miss Ashley Baker, Big Baker and the Buccaneers. Um, so let's let's go let's go by quickly each game. We'll mm-hmm. start off with the first game. That's going to be the Texans and Ravens. So I ask you, what shot do y'all give the Texans to go into Baltimore and upsetting the Ravens? About fifteen percent. Explain. Fifteen percent. I it. I, I got a weird feeling. I got a we. I think the Ravens got it, but there's that little voice in the back of your head that you don't listen to most of the time, and usually it's for a good reason. But every now and then, it's right. I just, I, I still think Baltimore, Baltimore has the most to lose. Texans have nothing to lose. No one expects them to win this game. Everyone loves an underdog. I still think Baltimore is a better team, and Mark Andrews is actually practicing again. I don't know if he's going to play, but he's practicing again. So that team is about to be a hundred percent. And I I, I I got the Ravens. It's not going to be a blowout. It's going to be closer than people think it's going to be. Heavy, but, you, heavy what, what chances do you get at Texas? I'm, I'm going to give 5% more than Garrett. I, I'm, I'm going to give 20%. But I totally agree with what you just said, Garrett. I feel like the Ravens are going to win. But I got this little weird feeling. If C.J. Stroud can go up in that on that field and perform the way he did last week, they're going to have a, a a strong chance to win that game. I like the Ravens to win for sure, but if Stroud can play like that, they got a strong chance to win that game. Uh, it depends on C.J. Stroud. That, that, that's what it depends on. If he can go in there, and that defense got to play very well too, but it it, it 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 starts with him. You know what I mean? Because like Garrett said, nobody's expecting them to win. They're playing with house money. The pressure is definitely on the Ravens. They're the, the Super Bowl favorite. They got the MVP. It's all on them. So, you know, CJ and them can play much loose. Uh, but I expect the Ravens to win, but, man, CJ and them ain't coming to play with nobody. What What's going to help? Okay. Go ahead, Jalen. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm giving them a 40% chance. because I'm giving them a 40% chance to go into Baltimore and pull an upset. Here's the reason why. We know, we know John Harbaugh is a stellar coach. Miko Rhines is going to have that squad ready to play. I look at they faced each other in the regular season before, so they have the experience, they have some experience. Reports came out Marlon Humphreys will not be active for this game. However, that front is still going to be intact. Jadavion Clowney, uh, Meta BK, yeah, Marlon Humphreys ain't playing. He not playing? Yeah, he, he out. Wow. Uh, so I, that's why I went up to forty because I'm looking at I'm looking at Nico Collins. I'm looking at John Mechie. I'm looking at Dalton Schultz. I'm looking at Brevin Jordan from um, from Miami who came out of Miami. I'm looking at those guys. The reason why it's forty and not higher than that 
Texans struggle running the ball this season. They have not been one of the best running teams this year. Now, Laramie Tunzel is still one of the best left tackles, and he put on an absolute clampdown on Miles Garrett. Yes, so I see him going against Jadavion Clowney and the air dressers that they got, but I also still look at Patrick Queen and on like Roquan Smith, and I'm like, if they try to run the ball, they're going to neutralize it. But they got. But the reason why I give him a shot, Miko Rhines is has proven he can make adjustments in game, halftime, and pregame. Yes, he so can. So the way he's able to adjust that, and I look at their front line, uh, on like Sheldon Richardson, um, Will Anderson Jr. and Will Anderson Jr. Uh, on like Grenard, mm-hmm. Barnett, Derek Barnett, and my boy Christian Harris, who had himself a day at the inside linebacker position. They were flying everywhere. Derek Stingley played good. They were able to force turnovers. If Houston is able to force some turnovers, Lamar Jackson can be had with them turn uh, can be had with turnovers. He's not bad. But if they're able to force a little bit of turnovers, that gives them a good shot, especially if they put them in bad field positions. Also, if they're able to like play bend but don't break type defense. Just let Justin Tucker get majority of their points. Houston, Houston can go in there and like pull off an upset. I still got the Ravens because Lamar Jackson's flying high. But however, we know this for a fact. What's the hardest game to win in the playoffs? Cold games for sure. First one, the first one. The first one is definitely hard to win. First sure. one is cold the- games. They are definitely hard he, to win. Here's here's what the one issue I take with that. I I, I don't see that that. That Lamar-led offense has not been allowing defenses to play Ben, but don't break. Case in point, yeah. like I'm not. This is not a shot of your Niners. Your Niners. Oh no, not been, at all, brother. Yeah. We talking ball. Not at Fantastic all. Fantastic defense. He cooked y'all. He did. Like it, it, that. What was great too is everyone was. That was right after the quarterback he quote, which is <laughs> that. That was the dumbest thing I've ever heard said by a commentator ever. Ever, like, brother. That was awful. But like. He doesn't let you play bend but don't break defense. You're either stopping him or you're breaking. There is no bending. Like that's it. So if they like, it even happened when he played us. When uh, Darius Williams is my guy, I love Darius. He got he got head topped by I think it was Isaiah Likely. Just oh, Isaiah Likely Isaiah. lost him, and that I went to school with Darius. That's my guy. I love Darius. He he got lost. <laughs> it yeah, is what it is. is nasty. That and, play was nasty. Smoot knocked Lamar into the turf. Lamar threw a dot, and Smoot looked at Lamar, and Lamar just shrugged like, "I don't know what you want me to do." <laughs> threw yeah, a dot, man. took it in the chest, and it is what it is. That kid Lamar is special, man. He, he's, he's different. Special. He's let's different. Go, let's go to the uh, let's go to the other game. Um, we mentioned earlier Tampa Bay is going into Detroit. Uh, Baker. He looked like he got a swagger back. Um, they're riding high. Mike Evans, Mike Evans could have had a field day against that Eagles defense. Uh, he missed he missed a lot of a lot of big passes. And we yes, know, he did. And we know Detroit secondary is not the best, even though they got CJ Gardner Johnson back there, and they even proved they got away with one holding from Puka Nakua. But a lot of like Hollywood and other Saints fans, they said like this was common payback from a, from a while back. So like nobody feel bad about that. Nobody uh, feels bad for them at all. No, no. <laughs> when I look at this matchup between the Buccaneers and the Lions, this this is going to be one. Of, this is an interesting game. Both squads can play. And I look at that Bucks defense with Vita Vea in the crew and knowing Todd Bowles, how he loves to send blitz packages. But Ben Johnson is very creative on his offensive side, and that offensive line can block. They can run block. And I look at them like the duo of David Montgomery and um, Jimmy Gibbs. Gibbs. Jimmy Gibbs. Yeah. And I look at all of that. I'm thinking to myself, this game is going to be a chess match, but this is going to be between the quarterbacks. This is – Whichever quarterback plays the best, team wins. That's how I look at it. And for me, I got to go Buccaneers going into Detroit and knocking off the lines. Mm. Well, we, we quoted look at Because I look at which secondary is worse. Detroit secondary to me is worse. And I look at those receivers. Mike Evans knows he missed opportunities against the Eagles. He's going to get those opportunities again against that, against that Lions defense. And also the matchup tonight, 
And the matchup that night, Tristan Wurst versus Aiden Hutchinson. That's gonna be the matchup. That's gonna be the that's gonna be the matchup. But yeah, I got the, I got the Bucks going in Detroit. Mm. Okay. Okay. I, I, we we quoted Cat earlier, and I'm I'm gonna do it again from that same interview. Uh, you having an unnatural or allegiance to or losers is not like you. <laughs> I don't see the Bucks winning this, man. I don't. I it's. I don't think that Tampa secondary can keep like Reynolds put on a clinic. He did. Reynolds put on a clinic. Laporte is playing. All, Laporte is fine. So Winfield's going to be shadowing the top five all season. Winfield Jr. is going to be. Winfield Jr. is going to be shadowing the Porter most of the night. They're not going to put a linebacker on. They're going to have a safety cover him all uh, night. Uh, if that linebacker is Devin White, Devin White can hold his own. No, not against Laporta. Not, against, not against Laporta. Not, not against Laporta, he can't. And that's not a shot at Devin White that's, either. Yeah, Just at not, all. Not against Laporta. Laporta is different. You, like that, you got to put Winfield. I think you got to put Winfield Jr. on him. I like, know. I wouldn't put Devin White on George Kittle, Kelsey. It, like no. just, it, I wouldn't put him on, like, it's Devin White's. He, you remember what Levante David did to Travis Kelsey in the Super Bowl? I do, yeah, but, that, but yeah, but that was like three years ago. That was a while ago. That was a while ago. That was a minute ago. That, that, <laughs> that's where I'm at with it. I, I don't resume, but that's just me. I got you. Continue. Well, resume's fine, but you know, I'm, I'm not gonna bring up three years. What was it? In 2017, Jags were you know one horrible call away from the, or the Super Bowl. Like that. Yeah, Balake Bortles. Yeah, we, yeah, exactly. With with, okay, with the boat himself. That, that's my point. History's history. It is what it is. I I don't. I see. You're not stopping him on Ross St. Brown. You're not. Yeah. You're not. That kid had that kid plays with a chip on his shoulder. He's hungry. He's been hungry, and he's earned every accolade he's gotten. Winfield's going to be shadowing the porter most of the night, so that doesn't have that leaves you with not a ton of cover over the top. So then you have a lot of man coverage on these receivers. Reynolds is fast. Amon Ross St. Brown is fast, and then you got Jamison Williams, who is fast. And if he gets his act together with his hands again, like he did last week, if if that offensive line can hold, and they can, I don't see the Lions losing this. I think the I think Tampa Tampa got lucky with who they got scheduled, for sure. Tampa got lucky with who they got scheduled, and they played one of the worst team. I'm gonna take some heat for this. One of the worst prepared teams in the NFC this round of the playoffs. They did, and it was just a good matchup. And then Tampa won. They're not beating Detroit. They're not. We got. See, now I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a chess match too. But I think the chess the chess match is going to be between Todd Bowles and Ben Johnson. You know, Todd Bowles likes to blitz a whole lot, and Jared Goff struggles with the blitz. He struggles. So I'm going to see how Ben Johnson is going to be able to counter a team that loves to blitz a lot because Todd Bowles is going to for sure put some heat on him. Um, I'm with Garrett though, man. Now, if you look at that Bucks and Eagles game, the Eagles was hanging around a lot in that game. Like the Bucks was letting the Eagles hang around, but like Garrett said, drops. yeah, like the drops and the Eagles just couldn't do nothing offensively. You know what I mean? Like Garrett Bowles, I mean, Todd Bowles was blitzing Jalen Hurts every time they went to empty. And nobody had a counter for it. I think if Ben Johnson has some counter for those blitzes, they could hurt Tampa Bay badly. And the Lions do got a lot of weapons where they could hurt Tampa Bay. You know, Jameer Gibbs is a huge threat out the backfield. And he's a huge threat as a receiver out the backfield. You know what I mean? So I'm 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 with Gary with this. I'm taking the Lions. I can't see Tampa Bay going up in Detroit and, and beat. Even though Detroit's secondary is bad. But I just think that the Lions' weapons can counter what they lack on defense. I think their offense can cover for their defense in this game. And I and I love Baker too. Baker's fun to watch. Baker's yeah. a Baker's a hard dude to hate. Yeah. But like both got the same style beards. <laughs> yeah, he got a better hairline than me. That's why I'm wearing the hat. But that's a different that's a different <laughs> conversation. Yeah. Um, let's go. Let's go to Niners' first game. You're hosting Green Bay. Green Bay is a seventh seed. In their young squad, but they don't play like it. Um, Evie, I'll start with you. What do you see happening? I ain't gonna lie to y'all. We're gonna punch them in their mouth. I ain't gonna lie to you. I mean, Green Bay, Green Bay, we're like their Achilles heel in the playoffs. Green Bay hasn't beaten us in the playoffs the last four tries. 
They're 0-4 against us the last four tries in the playoffs. They lost twice to Cat. They lost to Jimmy Garoppolo twice. Then they lost to Robbie Gould, too. Oh, yeah, they lost to Robbie <laughs> Gould, too. That is a they cold did. dude. Lost, yeah, That's yeah. a cold dude. In the cold, in the cold tundra. In the cold tundra. Got him right out goal. of there. Kicking field goals as they run out of the tunnel. I'm like, that is. Yeah, man. That so that's how I knew. That's how I knew. I ain't going to lie. When Robbie Gold was kicking, practicing field goals in between the, the cheerleaders and their players, I said, oh, yeah, we coming to mean business today. And, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo was trying to do everything in his power to give that game away, but we somehow came out with the win. Um, Don't get me wrong. Do we underestimate the Packers? No. Fred Warner has talked about how we don't underestimate them. Nobody on the team does. And the Packers is doing all the talking. If you put pressure on Brock Purdy, you know, look at what he did in the Ravens game. But what killed me is when Packers players and, and fans are trying to use the Ravens game, y'all don't have the same personnel that the Ravens have. And for two, statistically, y'all defense is at bottom five in darn near every category. So I don't know why y'all trying to use the Ravens. You don't think Kyle Shanahan is going to look at the games where y'all played the Panthers, the Giants, the Bucks, and they went crazy on y'all? You don't think Kyle Shane ain't looking at that? He's one of the most prepared coaches I've ever seen go into a game. So, I mean, we're just going to make it simple. You take away the run. He goes against Matt LaFleur that runs the same system he runs. And I have yet to see a coach beat him running the same system he ran. Uh, Matthew Stafford was able to get out of that game because we had a quarterback that was bad. And we only lost by three in the NFC Championship game. If we had Brock Purdy in that 2021 championship game, we'll go to the Super Bowl. So uh, I'm going to say I see the Niners winning by more than two touchdowns. Two touchdowns or more. Uh, Garrett, let me go. Um, go I see it kind of different. I think because the Niners do have the experience, they got the talent, and they are the better team. They're going to be ready for this game. They're not going to underestimate Green Bay. This game is literally going to be on, uh, like, going to be on Kyle Shanahan. Well, Matt Lafleur going against Kyle Shanahan. I'll put it like that. But also, how Steve Wilkes going to have that team prepared? I'm looking at Jordan Love right now, and I'm looking at this Packers squad. Yes, they're young, but I think that's going to pay to an advantage because they don't know no better. I look at a team that y'all don't really know no better. Y'all just playing football. Y'all don't know what's at stake. Y'all don't know what potentially could happen. And the way I look at y'all's defense, secondary, y'all slick kind of missed Talanoa Hufanga a little bit. Not a whole lot, but a little, but slightly a little bit. Y'all been able to handle it because Ward has been a top, Ward has played top five level football at the cornerback position. Lenore's been able to handle his own, his own. Uh, Gibson's been uh, like been you know been a, a nice solid veteran and we already know what uh fred warner and Dre greenlaw have been within their careers and plus i think the way y'all play at the front i think uh, with nick bosa i think richard sherman said nick bosa and chase young they play defending the run by getting by or like going after the quarterback just the same level style i understand that but when i look at the way that this Packers team has played the last uh, last seven games. They're playing their real. They're playing their best football. Uh, they're they're playing with a ton of confidence. And the one thing Dallas didn't need to do is get and make sure their confidence was able to carry into that game. If they're able to get a shred of confidence in San Francisco, which is going to be a tougher place to play than Dallas, Packers can go in there and pull off an upset simply because they got weapons. Just as much, they're not better. They're not better than San Francisco's weapons, but they do got weapons and they got playmakers, both inside with their tight ends, outside with their receivers, and they got two strong and they got two still running backs with Quazilla and AA Ron Jones. When I look at that and the way and the confidence that Jordan Love is playing, and plus we're gonna actually, this is a true test for him. He's already proven he's gonna be the franchise guy with the Green Bay Packers. But can you be able to handle level pressure that's going to come at you, but on the field, not off the field, but on the field? He doesn't have that. He doesn't have that off the field pressure. And when I look at that, and I just look at the team that ain't got nothing to lose, and that just really don't know no better. If they're able to make that game close, pressure is going to be on Brock Purdy, and we're going to and like we're going to see a lot of things, and we're going to see a lot of things. Is he going to make up for it? Is he going to be able to show up? Same thing. Go for Jordan Love. When I take those things into account, if that game's close, 
I'm gonna give a slight. I'm gonna give us just a, uh, a slight edge to the Packers because they don't know no better. Uh, that's just how I see it. I would like to refer back to the Cat Williams quote. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I. I Bro, you already know if the stuff that I predict right now come uh, like coming to fruition, whether it's gonna be close or some upsets happen, who you think is gonna be the first person I call? Oh, I'm well aware. I'm well aware. All right, I, you it, we're good. You 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 know I have always stood if I've always stood by what I said. <laughs> if I yeah. I've always stood by what I said. If I got heat coming my way for a comment I made on like, yo, this guy, like it happened with all the Titans fans when I was saying earlier in the year that Jaguars is going to win the division. We didn't. And all the Texans fans and all the Colts fans, and they all came back to me. I'm like, yeah, I was wrong. I got taken on the chin. I did it in sports after dark when y'all beat us. I told Ashley, I'm like, I will step into the space. I will take it like an adult and I will move on. No excuses. What what do you think is going to happen? I got the Niners, man. I, I it, it's heavy said it, but it, it, we've been agreeing all night. <laughs> right, my man. Heavy man. said it. Heavy said it best. Uh, it, it's Lafleur runs a very similar offense to Shanahan. You've got your dual threat back in Aaron Jones. You've got your gadget guy with uh, Jaden Reed. You've got your small but speedy receiver in Romeo Dobbs. You've got your big tight end. You've got it's a very, very, very similar offense. And the easiest way to stop the other offenses, if you already know what the heck they're going to do. Like, I think Shanahan's been very prepared for this game. I think that they're going to be fine. I think the Niners defense is, I, I think they're going to play hungry. That I, I, I don't think it's going to be by 14. I think it's going to be by probably about 10, 10, 13, something like that. It, it's not going to be by 14 or more. It'll be closer than people think, but I, I got, I got the Niners winning this by at least 10. Uh, it's, I, Green Bay can do it, and that's something you definitely like to have in somebody is you you have a – like at the free throw line, you don't always want like, you know, the big man who's been a vet for 10 years. You know, big game of the line, I don't want the guy who's been a vet, or a vet for 10, 15 years and always been the role guy taking my free throws. I want the rookie who didn't care about this, who's going to be, you know, oh, I could take this next year or something like that. Or like, we'll be back next year. It's fine. This isn't my last year. I can do this again. I want the guy who's loose usually going into it. But in the case of a quarterback like that, Brock Purdy and Jordan Love are both that guy. So you get to take that totally out of the equation. I still think that I, I think the Niners got it by by 10 or more. I'll uh, say this, man. If you think we've been in the NFC championship game technically the last three years, if you think they're gonna come up in there and beat us in a divisional round, no, we just lost an NFC championship game. Come on, man. Like I said, I ain't even trying to be cocky or nothing, but come on. This like team said, is like, way too hungry. Like I said, they don't know no better. That's what I'm kind of basing off on. Like, like they're not like logically they're not supposed to. Green Bay's supposed to dominate, or not Green Bay. Uh, San Fran's supposed to dominate. They got a better team. Uh, but like when I look at when I look at this squad, first of all, Green Bay got another one. They got their fourth franchise quarterback. They do. I will Let say that sick in. They do. they do. That's fair. That's fair. Some people that's, can't get. That's one impressive. That's and impressive. I have. I said, I, I, th- I think I mentioned that, Jalen. That's impressive that they've been able to draft franchise quarterbacks. And not only that, for some ungodly reason, I don't know what type of water that they drink in Lambeau, but they've always had an offensive line. They can get anybody hurt in the offensive line, it's still going to be able to be intact. They still find a way. That, that's just one of the things I look at. But again, it's a young team. They don't really know no better. That's why I, that's why I kind of like, that's why I can see. Something could happen, but also I'm not they, expecting a blowout because I look at their weapons; they can ball. Those guys: Reed, Dobbs, Watson, Musgrave, Kraft, Wicks, Melton. They can ball for sure. So if they're able to win their one on ones, because what does Steve Wilkes do? Does he do? Uh, does he run majority man like man to man? No, he runs zone more. Okay, he runs. Okay, let them let them four up front rush and keep seven in coverage. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when you take account that and knowing Matt LaFleur, look, it's going to be a chess match. Um, I think Kyle Shanahan's going to win the chess match. But you ask me what I can see happen. Matt LaFleur 
I think because he doesn't have an Aaron Rodgers. We know how great Aaron Rodgers is talent-wise, but we also know Kyle Shanahan and the Niners have had his number in the playoffs every time they meet. Jordan Love, we're going to see. Now, like I said, they don't know no better. They don't. But that could go both ways, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that could go, go both ways. Both ways. That, that's if, what I'm saying. If they don't know uh, any better, then they could get their they teeth get destroyed yes. for sure. They can get but if they don't know any better, and like you know, they're putting, they're, they're doing stuff that nobody would expect or, or like even come on, like you know. Uh, let's go I to the main say. event. It's Mahomes versus Allen three. This time, for the first time, Patrick Mahomes is on the road in a playoff game. In a playoff game. Josh Allen beat the Steelers. We didn't mention them early in the game because we already knew what was up. So I'm going to pose this question like this. What is at stake for the inferior Josh Allen going against Patrick Mahomes for the third time? I, I think. What's at stake? Heavy, you first. Yeah, oh, you, Okay, I'll make it quick. Um, For one, for Josh Allen, what's at stake for him? I think people might call him overrated if he doesn't get this one. You at home this time. The last time, two times they beat y'all, you know, the 13 seconds, it wasn't your fault because he played an amazing game. They beat y'all the year before that in the AFC Championship game. If you don't get this one at home, people going to look at you like, all right, bro, you might be a little overrated. You might, you, you, you can't, you, and you can't beat him. You can't, you can beat him in a regular season, but you can't beat him when it matters the most. Um, he has to change that narrative against him. If he, if people, if people want to feel like, for one, he's a Super Bowl quarterback, because I've I've said a, a long time ago, like Mahomes is the new Brady, in the sense of you got to go through Mahomes to get to the Super Bowl, just like you had to go through Brady when he was in New England to get to the Super Bowl. Mahomes is that new person. If you can't ever beat him when it mattered the most, people gonna look at you like, all right. You just another good quarterback that's good in the regular season, but you can't you can't make it happen when it matters the most, man. That's how I look at it. I I think I think Junior gets it this year. I I think Junior gets one up on Mahomes. I call him Junior because we got a Josh Allen on our team who has consistently owned him every time they played, and it's been great. They so have. That, yeah, that, that, never been, yeah, like that, that, that's senior and Junior right there. That that that's Junior. <laughs> that's why we call him the inferior Josh Allen. Like it, it's it's senior and Junior to me. I, I think Junior gets it over Mahomes. Um, I think that it's this is not the same Chiefs team. And I, I called it early in the year, and I don't know how correct I am, but I believe my early season prediction was Mahomes wouldn't throw for 4,500 yards for the first time, uh, I think either the first or second time in his career, which 4,500 yards is is not nothing. Yeah. But when you consistently throw for 48 to 5,000, missing three to 400 yards, that's significant. Yeah. So I'd have to look at the stats to make sure I'm right or not. But this is not the that receiving core outside of Kelsey has been on the back of a milk carton all season. That's it, a fact. They've been disappearing. Well, they got Rashi Rice. He's been balling. He's been picking up a little bit, but Sky Moore's been a bust. He has. Valdez. I had Scantling. so much faith in Sky Moore. Valdez Scantling's like a Rochimaru when he uh, loses hold of. What happened? That <laughs> 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 I man, he has no hands. It, uh, it, it's. I don't trust Valdez Scantling. Kelsey is now becoming kind of predictable almost. Like you know what he's gonna do. So if you just if you double Kelsey and force Sky Moore to beat you, because it and force Valdez Scantling to hold on to the ball, this Chiefs team can be beat. That's it. Like this is not the same Chiefs team. Jalen, what you got? First things first, I'm picking Mahomes to win. Josh Allen got to show he got to show me he got to show me he can get it done he got to show me he can beat him he showed me he, he got to show me he can beat I, I'm, I'm with you I'm with you Jay that's fair he's got, I'm with you just show me he got to show the stipulations man. we understand this a lot of people want this to be the new like Brady versus Manning Mahomes versus Allen a lot of people want that to be but let's refresh people's memory I was Josh right Allen by the way had a home playoff game against Joe Burrow last year. And lost. Did two things. <laughs> he went viral on Twitter and a slow mo on TikTok with a slow mo 360 spin on a throw with all whites, and he beat Josh. And, and he beat him. Josh Allen in his building in Orchard Park. Beat the brakes off of him. Mind mm -hmm. you, that was the game that put Jordan on, uh, like Joe on um, Joe Burrow 
in the conversation with Patrick Mahomes and took Allen out. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen, for him to get back in, you got to beat the man that keeps knocking you out for a chance to get to a Super Bowl. Buffalo's always had the talent to get there. They've always had the capability to get there. It's been three things, but one is ahead of the snake that's gotten gotten in their way. I compare this to basketball. You look at some of the greatest players to ever play the game in the past, like during the during the nineties, during the Jordan era. A lot of guys had chances to win championships. There was always that one guy that got in the way, and that was two or three. A lot of guys in the two thousand tens, in the two thousands. A lot of guys had a lot of chance to win championships. There was one guy that got in that way. That was um, that was Kobe Bean Bryant. Mm-hmm. Then you go to the tens, Raptors, Hawks, Celtics, and this was a uh, mainly I'll do it the Raptors. Raptors had some of the best young teams look capable of getting to a finals. There was always that one man that, that got in the way of okay. everything. That was LeBron. I look at Patrick Mahomes as in that as in that caliber. You don't get to a Super Bowl until you get through me. Josh Allen's got to show me he could get through him. And if he doesn't, I'm not going to go the overrated route. I'm just going to look at him and say like he's a top five quarterback, but he wouldn't. But he ain't never going to be over on Mahomes or Burrow. That's how I'm gonna look at it because both of them beat you, and Burrow's did the one thing that you could not do. That's how Burrow, not Burrow. Allen got to get it done. And I understand the context of it. And a lot of people in the sports have the dark community saying, oh, wins are a team sport. No. What's the thing that I've been consistent saying? A quarterback is 60 to 70% responsible for the results of a of a football game. And you and your team is a prime example of that. Because what would you have done to the Eagles in the NFC Championship game if Brock Purdy went and got hurt? We would have won. Okay, then. But once your quarterback went down and then the backup went out, I knew the you game had nobody, over. you had no shot, and you still had time. That's a fact. Josh Allen, he's got to show me he can beat Mahomes. Because here's the thing. Mahomes, he still got 8-7. Mahomes, he still got Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. And, and he got a hell of a defense this year. Got a hell of a defense. This is his best defense. Yeah. And Buffalo's defense is still banged up. Yeah. So, uh, but again, some would say this is the first time you can say Josh Allen got better weapons than Patrick Mahomes. He does. You ain't got no excuse. None. Barring injury. Mm -hmm. But Diggs, Davis, Shakir, Hardy, Kincaid, Knox, they got he got some weapons. You got weapons now, and you're at home. Yeah, no excuses. No excuses. You're on prime time now. You are the main event. This is the main event. The NFL did a good job. This is the main event. Mm-hmm. You got to get done. If Josh Allen don't get it done, then he ain't gonna I'm just gonna look at him like he's a top three quarterback. He ain't going no higher than three. Because he can't beat nine, and it can't beat one five. Any Chiefs fan who's telling you that they're not missing EB right now is lying. Oh, they're lying for sure. They're lying for sure. It's I saw something today. It was the most disgusting thing I've I've seen on Twitter in a very long time. Uh, somebody said they said you're washed one five. They said you ain't got any more one five. And I'm like, no one has ever said that. No. We said you have no receiving core this year one five. You're missing EB one five. <laughs> Like, yeah, you're you're missing like you, you you get a lot of favorable calls still one five like that's oh, he what gets say. a lot of favorable calls we, we say that well he's <laughs> the face of the league but like we we say that but like he's not washed he's still got the talent it's but he he's missing that true number one receiver and he hasn't had it for two years and he had eb kind of shadow a little bit i was right he's had i'm, I'm spotting him 17 yards yep. he's had 4200 yards this year All right. he's 300 I- short and and I'll say that I'll, I'll say this. You know the funny part is Garrett because when the season first started, I thought they should have went after DeAndre Hopkins. I said, oh yeah, they get DeAndre oh, Hopkins. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> I said it's or over. Should have just gone to Kansas City or yeah, you know, Kansas City. And and you know, and I'm like, why would Kansas City not take a chance with him when you pa- pair him with Mahomes? Yeah, and you know the Chiefs fans. They was like, oh DeAndre Hopkins, he's he's just a want. He's not a need. 
long as we got one five and eighty seven and we cool. I said, but y'all going out here with a bunch of receivers that y'all don't really know about. And they don't, I don't know how they, they gonna perform. Them, like they still gotta catch the ball. They, yeah. yeah, they still gotta. What's catch one the thing D Hop has always been known for? Catching, catching the, ball. the ball. And I said, like, ask Murray. you could be down, down there somewhere. <laughs> he gotta be down there. Hey, Kyler Murray say Hop has gotta be down there somewhere. I said, you compare him with Kelsey and Mahomes, but, you know, and now they see it. I'm like, oh, it looked like y'all needed DeAndre Hopkins mm-hmm. now because now you got a bunch of receivers that can't catch a cold butt naked in Alaska. Now y'all we'll dealing with sides. Like, we'll stay on sides. <laughs> <laughs> or stay right or stay on sides. So now it's like, I agree with you, Jalen. This is, I feel like this is Josh Allen's best year to beat Mahomes because, you know, darn well next year, the Chiefs are not going to go into the season no. with the same receivers. They're not no. doing it. They're going to upgrade. They're going to spend. They're going to spend. They're, they're going to be- spend money on a receiver. And it's a lot of receivers coming out. Yep. Y'all could bookmark it now. If the Bucks don't re-sign Mike Evans, he goes to KC. He's going to Kansas City. If we don't re-sign Brandon Ayuk, he may go to Kansas City. Mike they're Evans. going to get a receiver. Mike Evans will probably go to Kansas Mike Evans will go to Kansas City. He's going to. T's coming to Jacksonville. Stop it. T's coming to Jacksonville. I will hear no other word about it. He. He is coming. I mean, back. Trevor Lawrence is his dog. He He's would be smart back. to go. He would. He would be smart to go play with Trevor. Better him than, better weather than Ohio. Him, Trevor, and Etn. That's yeah, the big three. That'd be nice. Oh yeah. That'd be a Clemson I, show all over again. We we yeah. transition tag rid. Uh, we don't we don't sign him to a long term because then we lose a second overall pick. We've already lost a third. That that right, that's so yeah. We we got yeah we got we got we got to move on. Uh, yeah. Heavy, real quick. Uh, your Lakers, y'all hung a banner. But it's not a banner that Kobe Bryant would have been proud of. Uh, since y'all hung that banner for the in-season tournament, by the congratulations, by the way. Uh, like, let's get Adam Silver. Adam Silver, he did a heck of a job with that. Like, that was absolutely that was a really good job. But y'all haven't been the same team that y'all were in the tournament or prior to that. What's been going on with your Lakers? It's an issue with Darvin Ham and some of the players that that's on the team, man. Uh once again, like you see flashes on how good the Lakers can be. The in season tournament Lakers. I, if you saw my tweets during the season watching this game, because you know me, we're used to winning. That's all we know. So when the first when the season first started, the first ten games, and I saw how we was playing, I'm like, bro, here we go again. Everybody like, no, have you got to wait till the season warm up? It's the beginning of the season. I said, bro, you can see a mile away from how a team is. Then when the in season tournament came around, I said the in season tournament arrow this way over. The Lakers that's outside of the in season season in season tournament because the in season tournament Lakers they playing like it's playoff basketball, and it's like if I can if we could get that Lakers outside of the in season tournament we'd be a top five team in the Western Conference right now, but however you got players that take nights off, always ain't locked in. Especially we're terrible in the first quarter. We're in the first quarter we always got to play comeback, and then Darvin Ham playing musical chairs with these lineups, dog. I swear that he be going out there with a blindfold on when he be making substitutions. And I'd be like, bro, what are you doing? You're you're coaching like you don't want to be here. And it's like you had the same coaching, bad coaching job last year, and people was ready to fire you. So it's like now we're in a, we're in a sense where Dar, Darvin Ham is saying, okay, let's go back to the, the starting five that you should have kept in the whole time. Let's go back to that. Plus you got D'Angelo Russell that's playing good now. Because he was part of the reason why we were bad. So now, because he doing that, because he felt like he might get traded. And I ain't going to lie to you. If he got a chance to get Zach Levine or Deion, DeJounte Murray, I would trade him too. Yeah. So I think it's a mixture of both, man, with, with the Lakers. But one thing I can say about us, when May come around, when April and May come around, we'll be all right. Because yeah. I can know two players I can count on. That's 23 and that's number three. Uh, but uh, like, okay, you know you can count on twenty three. But um, I even talked that we, and I think me, Ashley, and Garrett, we had a bet about like which player that was in MVP conversation was going to last longer or was going to play a certain amount of games. So how long can you trust number three? I mean, number three is putting himself to be in the MVP conversation. Believe it or not, we don't get to the Western Conference Finals last year without number three. No, I mean, I mean, as far as like how, like again. We know the history of AD, mainly with health. And some, if it ain't health, sometimes is he goes quiet. There's some games where he's averaging four, like he'll put up 45, 17, five blocks, look like a defensive player of the year. And then there's other games he'll put up just like 17, six, 
three. I, I can get that. I, I get that narrative about him. I can say this. Anthony Davis has been on the tear like the last month, I can say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's Yo. been he's been in business. Now, if he can continue that and stay healthy and we jump to the standards, we can get to at least like top four. Anthony Davis would definitely be talking some MVP or defensive player of the year. So, got, I mean. He got tired of being called street clothes. Yeah, he <laughs> got tired of that. You know what I'm saying? I got tired no, of seeing him no, on, ben the, on the bench. Got that title. I got ben, ben Simmons always has a title. Now, Jaylen, oh, yeah, Ben I, Simmons is he, he I, robbing the Nets with with no mask on right now. Uh, Jalen, I got two questions for you. Stop me. And, and heavy, I got you on this one too. When do we see the Timberwolves implode? Mm. Right now, they're top of the West. They're they're not staying there. <laughs> no, they're not they'll, staying. They'll there. drop. I, I don't and, think they stay there for the whole year. And Jalen, is it time for you to admit that I was right during the preseason that my Celtics really are the best team in the East? Is it time to really right? good. Mm. Y'all are really good right now. Y'all are the best team in the East. We're four games ahead of the next closest guy. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry, dog, but I'm I'm still looking at Milwaukee, and I'm still looking at that potential. D- Dame and is Dame. He ain't been playing like Dame yet, but I know it's coming. It's I'm coming. sorry, dog. Dame, Dame is my guy. I it's love Dame. Coming. Dame it's is coming. Dame is my guy. I I've always loved Dame. Y'all have the best defensive backcourt in the land. And Derek JB, White should be an all-star this year. And JB yeah. hasn't been playing half the game. JB has been street close this year. Yeah. JB's been out a lot. He's so when we have that starting lineup in, it, we're we're almost sitting at 80, an 80% win total, man. But I get that. that that's, when it comes that's, to the playoffs, I, like, no, that's I know, when it comes to the play, people, when it comes playoffs, I agree 100%. Look, look at the heat. Look at the heat. Mm-hmm. The one thing don't, I would give you don't the look edge, at him this year, but look at him look, last year. The thing that I give you the edge on Joe Missoula versus whoever the head coach for the um, Milwaukee Bucks, I give you that. I will give you and, that. And you were yeah. critical of Missoula last year too. You said oh, he wasn't God, him. Yes, you said yeah. he wasn't him. And because he, I didn't he, think the Celtics should have got rid. Uh, should have got rid of um, Eme. We, we, we yeah, know. I didn't think they should have got rid of Eme. That should have yeah. been quiet. That never should have gone public. I agree. Eme mm, was a hell of a coach for you. I, he, no, he was. I'm not taking anything away. It shouldn't have gone good, public. Good, good coach doesn't always mean good person. That is a true statement, and I'm, and I'm going to leave it at that. Know that. But you shouldn't have gone. But it shouldn't have gone public. I don't think the team went public. You I think someone else. And then you just go ahead and say we mutually parted ways and let everybody speculate why and here's, let the rumors settle. You don't confirm it. See, here's the thing, though. When you talk to the people involved, and someone's going to talk about it, yeah. As as an organization, you want to get ahead of that. Yeah. You don't want it coming out through TMZ. You want it coming out through ESPN. Yeah. You don't want it coming. Yeah, you, you don't need that. So I, I get why they made the move they made. Yeah. I understand where you're coming from. But when you think of it as an organization, when you think of it as a business, when you look at it from that perspective, you want to get ahead of the bad news so you can yeah, control they the narrative. Spot. So they did yeah. what they had to do. Yeah, I'm not to. mad about it. Missoula's been a good coach. He's been a great I'm coach. I'm glad what Emay's doing in Houston. Emay's doing it. Young cats balling. He got the Rockets balling. Emay's doing it right. Emay's doing it right. But kind of people, people kind of knew that. Oh yeah, okay. See, okay. okay. See, nasty. Ashley, Ashley said it that SGA was going to be an MVP candidate, and I don't disagree. Oh, SGA's been nasty. Last thing I want to brag real quick. Right now, I got shit. I got shit. Homegrown. Look, we know what Wimby's going to. We know what Wimby's going to be. But shit, on homegrown, you can make a case he's uh, he's he's a rookie of the year. But He'll probably just, win it. Shut up. Um, but for me, I gotta brag about my boy Brandon Miller. People kept saying scoop, scoop you, this, scoop that. What did what did you and me say? You and me agreed one hundred percent. Everybody was all like, "Oh man, he doesn't look good in preseason." Yeah, it's preseason. Mm-mm. Yeah, Brandon Miller's been yeah he's been he, doing his he thing. He didn't touch one. He did not touch one G League court at all this season. Nope. Yeah, he's been doing his thing. He, he wasn't been doing going to <laughs> play and defense, I, knock down shots. It's only a matter. I was a little skeptical about is. Brandon Miller. I ain't go cat because when I was in Vegas watching him in the summer league, I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Brandon. You got a little sketchy about, out there. I'm bragging about my boy. I'm bragging about that Ben boy. That's something yeah. to brag about. Football wise, totally different story. That's, we, <laughs> that's a subject for oh, another yeah, day. You, you, yeah, that is because yeah. About... <laughs> another day. Another day. SGA right now has the second best odds to win MVP. Who's number one? Balling, man. He's Jokic. special. Jokic. Jokic. Oh, Who's yeah, number yeah. one right now? Jokic. No. 
No, it's got to um, be a B. Jokic, be, I thought, yeah, they, I thought it would be this, a B. This is from, the, this is from uh, two days ago. Odds of his one, Vegas odds is of 116, 2024. I'm Jokic, sorry, dog. Yo, hey, 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 yeah, Embiid has been on a tear. He has. I'll give credit where credit's due. Jokic is at 170. SGA's at 280. Luka's at 550. Giannis is at six. And Embiid is at eight. Wow. Oh, they disrespect I respect your Celtics. Tatum's I, at 2,500. I'm going to be a little bit blasphemous on this one. I think this is the first time I'm actually going to believe in the Sixers in the playoffs. To be who? Huh? To do what? Make it conference finals. Hell no. This Hell might no. be the first time. Hell the, no. the Sixers it, are nope. the Sixers are the Cowboys of the NBA. And it ain't because of NBA. For sure, Garrett. <laughs> the Sixers they are the Cowboys of the NBA. Yeah, look, nope. I believe, nope. look, I believe, first of all, I always believe in Nick Nurse. I've always trust. I've always thought he was a good coach, but Tyrese Maxey, he coming. I, I hear you. He coming. They not beating why. Boston, bro. They not beating Boston. They're not beating Boston. I'm, I'm not. No, I ain't saying beating Boston. At least make a conference finals. If they see Boston or Milwaukee on the way there, they're going home. They're going to have to. I mean, right now, they're going the, home. That right Milwaukee now. thing's gonna be interesting simply because I look at that might be a coach. That might be a coaching matchup type thing. Giannis is gonna get his, and B is gonna get his. Dame, I know what Dame. Dame. I know what Dame is. <laughs> Dame, but that's Dame. what I'm saying. How far is Maxi going to keep improving this year? Don't get me wrong. I like Maxi. Maxi's a he's baller. a great player. He's a great, great player. player. Like Maxi. I just like I'm with Garrett. That the Sixers are the Dallas Cowboys of the NBA, and I also feel like if Embiid's your number one option, you can't win a championship with him as your number one option. No, I don't think you can. No, and it's I, I love what he said about it. based on when history. Embiid, I give you that. When Embiid was like me and Jane, you know, it can't just be me and James. And if I was Maxi at that point, I'm like, all right, get me off this team. Yeah, because like, James Maxie disappeared been... in the playoffs, and I you act like I haven't been here all postseason. Yeah. You act like I'm not one of the three reasons why we're here. All yeah, right, that bet. is true. It is just going to be you and James because I'm going. <laughs> yeah. We got we got to roll. Yeah, we got to wrap. Do your thing. Yeah, we we got to wrap. But I, I still yeah, I, my Celtics. This goes through the. Eastern Conference goes through Boston and Milwaukee. That's it. That's where yeah, I agree with you there. I did Sixers is cool, but like you said, Jalen, they got to show me. They haven't been past the second round since 2001. I give you that. I give you that. So, anyways, we got to wrap up. Thank you guys for staying with us a little bit late. Uh, if you like the sh- heavy, thanks for coming on, man. Uh, if you like the, or wow, I'm gonna cut around this. This is a bad one. All right, hang on. <laughs> hang on. Thank you guys for listening. We really do appreciate it. Heavy, thank you for coming on. Heavy, tell the people where they can find you, where they can interact with you more. Uh, you know, uh, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. My handle is all the same uh, at youngheavy24. Uh, you can find me there. Uh, you can also find me uh, with Sports at the Dark when our space is on Twitter, exclusively on Twitter, is sports a dark underscore. And you can find me at our YouTube channel, which is Sports After Dark. Uh, we got our show Sports at the Dark After Hours. So, that's all the places I'm at, man. You know, I appreciate that, y'all. That space that's it, or that community that said sports before noon or something like that. Oh, that, y'all seen that too? I saw that. Yeah, that, we saw that. <laughs> all because he couldn't get a mic, man. All that because he couldn't crazy. get a mic. But, well, people don't understand, bro. We got 25 requests every time. Like, yeah. it's crazy. But we tried to do our best to make sure to get a mic. Like, Jalen be that's waiting on, a lot that's of time. On, to get okay, a that request is on average, but when the Cowboys lose, you know what goes up the third. Oh, yeah, bro. When the Cowboys... Bro, when the Cowboys lost, we had over 30 people requesting a mic when the Cowboys lost. I got one. You know I, what I'm saying? I got one. And my boy Jalen be waiting, but I said, mm-hmm. all right, Jay, I, you know what I mean? I make sure I get Jay, I make sure I got Jalen up there. You know what I mean? To get him a mic. So we be trying to do our best to get people mics. So when people be complaining, I'll be like, bro, y'all don't really understand how we won't give all y'all a mic, but only 13 people can speak. Yeah. And Try it, to it, do it, our not, best, not, man. Not to mention you gotta count, you gotta count how long Nana might be going. Nana Mike be oh yeah he be doing his thing too. I mean like average, but how many like what we talking about like two minutes, two minutes like fast, fast two minutes like. Oh yeah, he be doing his thing too. So you gotta account that too. That take time too. You know what I mean? Like Phoenix got a hot twenty five to thirty. Yeah, Phoenix. He he. he, You know, Uh, I love him, man. Phoenix, I love it. We try to do our best to make sure everybody get mics, man. So he did that, Vinny. Vinny, yeah, Vinny's going. Vinny got a five. He got. Like I count on average, he he start cussing out somebody or getting into oh, yeah. an argument five <laughs> times per episode. I love it. Hey, I love. Man. I, I love. Yeah. I, I I lurk a lot in the back because normally oh, not a when, Mike, that joker don't miss. Not I love he that. Not a Mike's miss. One of my favorite yeah. people. He's a he's a talent, man. He's, he's a all, talent. 
shout out shout out Roscoe too for making our header for Twitter. That was that's oh I yeah, he's that. a dope, he's dope that was too, good, man. That was he's good. Dope. I appreciate that. But yeah, we, uh, man. like but heavy before you go, anything coming up for y'all, like on sports after dark wise. Uh, we we got our spaces Saturday and Sunday for you know football you know playoffs we, we're back again uh and I believe we're gonna do a show for after hours I believe that following Monday, um so stay tuned we got a lot to talk about a whole lot to talk about um that's sports related but you know some things we got to talk about um so look forward I, to I, it yeah awesome hey. man I definitely will I, I lurk in the back a lot just because I don't so I normally get up at like four thirty five in the morning on the weekends. Yeah, or works in a, or, uh, I work from eleven to five. I work from eleven to five every time I'm on the show. I'm always at the gym. My yeah, my, yeah. my girlfriend works morning shifts at a coffee shop, so we're up early. So that's why I don't normally hop on a mic too. Like if Monday night games are usually great for me, which is why the yeah. Cincinnati game was great. Because I'm like, I can hop on. It's good. We're fine. But like, if Friday through Monday, I'm usually up by four thirty. So I'll just sit in the back and comment and just listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, and I, I appreciate you just being there, you know, comment, giving your takes in the community or whatever. Mm-hmm. We appreciate the support regardless, you know what I'm yeah. saying, man? Because I always tell people without without y'all, sports at the dark is, is nothing, you know what I mean? I love it, man. I love being make a part it of it. Is. I love it. Hey, uh, y'all, have y'all made a date yet? Uh, yeah, we're looking at March 24th of 2025. That's what we're looking at. Thank you. We, y'all. Get, we, get, it, we get invites, like, we're allowed to come, right? <laughs> we trying to go through that now. Listen, man, there's a lot of people want to come, but I will say this: if you want to pay for your plate, you can for sure. That's all you... <laughs> hey, I'm fine with that. No, it's, like, it's expensive. Like, it's expensive. It no, I know for sure. Like, uh, uh, we're say... looking, we're looking, we're looking at Maryland right now. We're looking at Maryland because be- between both our families, I got a lot of Southern family that they got to do a traveling, like elderly. So I know Maryland is. You got to keep it kind of close. I think that's a yeah, cheap ticket. Keep it I think close. That's a lot cheap ticket than going to California. Yeah, no, nah, we ain't going all the way out there. Nah, uh-uh. trying to do it where everybody can get there. So we looking there at Maryland go. right now. Will we see the heavy shuffle? You'll probably see it for my wedding day. After. There it is. There it is. <laughs> all right, y'all can find heavy on Twitter. Uh, check him out there. TikTok, all the other platforms he plugged. You can find Jalen and me uh, on Twitter as well. It's the best place to interact with us. Uh, if you haven't figured it out by now, the at TDSN Pod is run by me uh, for all the the Jaguars agenda pushing I do on there. Uh, so if you have issues with anything I say on that app, go for me. Don't go for Jalen. Uh, check that out there. Check out, is this a bad take as well? Uh, Jalen, plug your Twitter real quick too, while we got you. And then I'll, I'll go through you the shout tw- You can find my Twitter at the Prince boy, uh, spelled boy spelled with an I at um, at the Prince boy 52. Um, I'm always, I'm always talking sports, whether it's Alabama, whether it's Jordan Southern, whether it's my Seahawks. Um, I was celebrating when Pete Carroll announced that he wasn't going to be the head coach. And then I was in deep depression when Nick Saban announced retirement. So you can see my mood swings right after that on my Twitter, on my Twitter page, but that's where you can find me. Also, I'm in charge of the TDSN, uh, TikTok page where I put out all the content, all the funny faces, all the, like the best pictures I could find on one of the highlights. So when I'm going to be doing the TikToks for this particular episode, you will be seeing uh, a few highlights and videos of the heavy shuffle when he tells the story <laughs> bro I, just to I, get y'all heads up. before i get into shout outs and everything my, my favorite thing I, one of my favorite memories that you and i have is when we did that uh that thing we had to put your name in for like the quiz thing in that class one day and everybody put their name and you put my hustle don't stop <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Dr>. Gibson. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was in tears. Oh, uh, hold on, hold on. Let me tell the famous story. What about the time when I passed out in class? If you want that on the record, you can do that. I wasn't right, like that, but yeah, if you want to go is, for that, you can go for that. I, I wasn't. Okay, I wasn't so gonna do it like I'll that. explain this story real quick. We were in a. This was an intro to sports management class. Not scratch that. Not the intro to sports. This is a sports. I think it's sports and media, or no, like I forgot what. It was. One, both him and I went as uh, Jordan Seller for sports management. That's what that yeah. So that that, that we, is behind me. It was a sport. Okay. It was a sports management class. It was a sports management class. One of our majors, and the topic that we're going through that month was women in sports, and this is what women had to go through within sports during that time. And one of the things they had to go through was when they had to wear girdles, uh, at, on like when they were doing like sports at that particular old time. And to simulate that, we didn't wear gr- or girls. We just had like um, ace bandage, gauze, and like uh, pre like pre wrap tape, and they wrapped it around like four participants. Uh, I was choose I was chose out of my group, so they wrapped it as tight as they could around us. We didn't know what we were about to do. We were just gonna get the like the certain type of experience. So they wrapped it around me and three other people. 
Uh, by the time they got done rapping it, she said all the four that had been wrapped up come up the stage. And now you was gonna do a competition. You would have to do five, like what was it? Five jumper, um, five jumper jacks. Uh, no, it was five jumper jacks, five push-ups, and um, then do and then repeat it. Basically, it's like doing on uh, up, had, it's basically doing up downs. It was jumping jacks, push-ups, burpees, repeat. Yep. Yeah, we had to do, had to do that as fast as you can, get as much as you could. The burpees, uh, got when you. I was doing it, and mind you, at that time I was still working out, so I I wasn't in the best shape, but I wasn't in bad shape. So I'm doing it like I'm caught, like I'm caught, no, like I'm competing. I felt like it was me and one of the football players, uh, guys that was on the football team. So I'm doing good in my mind. Next thing I know, I like I wake up. I was on the chair. Well, not much wake up. I was conscious. I was sitting on the chair. And I was looking at a wall and I'm thinking about, hold up, wasn't like in my mind, I'm thinking like, yo, what happened? I thought I was doing good. <laughs> uh, they so they told me, my professor and a bunch of students told me that when I got up and I was going down for a push-up, I dropped oh. on the hard, on the hard floor. On that tile. But he, I he, caught oh. myself with my hands. And then they picked and then they had to like lift me up as much as they could. Cause again, at that time I weighed around like, I'm gonna say about three or three or one. So it, they it, had to lift me up, put me on the chair. It was me and a couple of football players. We had a lot of the football players on our, our team. So we, we, we got you, but that so was. In my mind, so in my mind, I'm thinking like I was doing good. Cause it was between me and the guy. Like I was competing. I was going hard. That's just my mindset. You put me in a competition. I'm going at it. Hustle don't Listen, start. I remember like I was sitting in the chair out of breath and I'm looking at the wall. I'm like, what the heck happened? You had you, you literally that was the first thing you said to me. Go, did I win? I'm like, nah. He said, nah, you ain't nah, nah brother. So, something else happened. It was like, I love you. Yeah, you got it, man. I got, yeah. I got that experience, and like everybody got a memory that they would never forget. Yeah, that's. But that's everybody crazy. was impressed at the fact that I was able to catch myself because apparently, I if I had to put it in analysis, I was standing up, and when I dropped, it was knee first, hands here, then it was the side of my face. Bro, you you scared a lot of us. That was, uh, yeah. You you got it. It wasn't funny at the time. Yeah, it's hilarious, hilarious now. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. like when we found out you were okay and conscious, we're like, dude, okay, I, this, dude, I all right, now we can laugh now. Now, now we can he, laugh now. Once they okay, we're video, good. I laughed. I was good. <laughs> I forgot we had a now video. my professor on the other hand. She was scared. Yeah, I don't blame her. My professor was scared, him. but like it, it was all good. It was never an issue. Was it so so? Was it social issues in sports? Was that what it was? Yes, that's what it was. Social yes, issues. I knew it. That's why I was making that face. I'm like, what was that class? It was social yeah. issues in sports. That oh, was yeah, that my, was my, that was like that was my college memory. That, that was. Crazy. I, like, I'll tell y'all off. I'm air, famous huh? for a lot of things at Georgia Southern, but definitely gonna be I'll, that. I'll tell y'all off air. Huh? That that was the most uncomfortable I've been in a class before, and I'll tell y'all <laughs> off air that story. You know what happened. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. If you like the show, tell everyone you know. Tell your friends, family, relatives, anybody who you're gonna see. Uh, your kids, anything. Word of mouth travels faster than any sort of advertising we could take out. This, Because how many billboards do you actually pay attention to? How many radio ads or YouTube ads do you pay attention to? Do you skip through them? But if your friend tells you check this place out, that's what you do. Listen to your friends. Tell all your friends about the show if you liked it. If you didn't like it, treat it like a bad date. Your friend set us up. It didn't work out. We'll pick up the tab. It's fine. Don't worry about it. But let's be adults about this. It's not you, it's me, it's not me, it's you. Whatever makes you feel better, whatever helps you, you know, get through that hour that you're not getting back of your life, uh, do that. Just don't leave a negative review. Five stars, retweets, all that fun stuff. Feed the algorithm of gods. Don't know why it works. I'm a dude who went to school for sports management. I'm doing nothing with my degree right now. I don't know how algorithms work. I know how they work. I don't know what makes them tick. Anyways, check it out. If you like the show and if you retweet and rate five stars, you also get a shout out. These are also shows that we listen to, shows that we collab with, people we always work with. Go check out Jim over at Fan of the Van, Brent and Dave of 1420 Sports, our friendly neighbors to the north and our, our core Alberta listening fan base. Uh, go check out the guys at the BSN Sports Podcast, Aaron over at Brilliant Sports. I know he's hurting because he's a Philly fan. This is hilarious to me. Uh, go check out Darian over at Chill Takes. He's got his podcast back up and running again. Go follow him on Twitter and TikTok too. Love him. Go check out Dave and John at Level the Playing Field, the guys at the We Like Sports Podcast. We're Cleveland fans. They're also hurting. Uh, go check out Average Joe Sports and go check out Cigar and Sports with E-Man and Jim. Go check out, uh, if you're looking to gamble and you're outside of Vegas or you're not a part of an NFL team, just make sure you're out of an NFL facility. Go check out Nate's Daily Wager, the You Bet Smart podcast. If you're a wrestling fan or a casual fan like me, go check out John for Wrestling Fan Insight. 
uh, go check out Visit Vegas Places. If you're looking for something to do in Vegas, Coil puts out great content, some fun stuff to do. And always, 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 heavy said it earlier, go check out Sports After Dark. It's always fun. You never know what to expect, especially when Niner Mike's on, putting whatever song he's putting know. out that week. You his know. his Cleveland thing was still my favorite thing I've ever heard in my <laughs> life. That was incredible. But anyways, check it out. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And as always, we'll see you next time. Peace!